0: Welcome Digital Dreamers, welcome to today's episode. Today we'll be talking about problem-solving mindset, probably traits of leaders. There are many texts, research and theories regarding this concept, but still more is said and written every day, including this one, I suppose. It's entirely fascinating to me as well. I recently read a McKinsey Quarterly article which indicates six mindset which can be found especially which is relevant for us living through this unprecedented times of global pandemic. The six traits are, be ever curious to relentlessly ask why this is so. It's definitely a thing I personally follow. One has to, if one needs to know about things, explore things, explore our mindset. You cannot be stagnant in your thoughts. And thought process you need to explore new ideas you need to be curious whether you travel or whether you are trying to go and try out a new cuisine curiosity is the key second being an imperfectionist with a high tolerance of ambiguity now this is interesting to me as I used to be a perfectionist and still sometimes to in that mode But as days are passing by, I am trying to live with more ambiguity. Probably it comes from getting wiser with more days spent on the face of this earth. It's humbling. Third, Dragonfly view. To the unaware, it means the eyes of dragonfly symbolizes the uninhibited vision of the mind and the ability to see beyond the limitation of the human self dragonflies can be symbol of self that comes with maturity they can symbolize us going past self-created illusions that limit our growth and ability to change i remember first time i came across these terms i was reading the book outlander dragonfly in amber and i kind of started studying what dragonfly means is there any symbolic meaning to it i kind actually found out about that years ago Basically, it says, be a super forecaster, super human forecaster. View the world with multiple lenses. Let's get to the fourth point, which says, pursue your current behavior. Never rest on experimenting. It's easy. Keeps trying new things. And it kind of ties up to the first point. Be curious. And with pursue your current behavior, I think both of them go pretty much hand in hand for me. The fifth one is... Tap into the collective intelligence and wisdom of the crowd. You know, it's fun to tap into the smartest people in the room. If you are the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. This wise quote had been attributed to everyone from Lorne Michaels to Marisa Sapir and several variations have been quoted by other successful leaders. And it's true. If you are trying to find yourself in a room where you are the smartest person, Try to get a mentor. Go ahead, find a room where there are smarter people in the room. A lot of people avoid that because they kind of get validation being the smart person in the room. But in the long run, it's kind of not very good for yourself itself. It stunts your growth. I actively seek for mentors or tribe of people who are in advanced stage than mine. It makes a difference. In the long run, it makes a huge difference. I personally vouch for this. The sixth and the last point. Show and tell to drive action. As the old adage goes, action speaks louder than word. We should practice show and tell. There is also an element of storytelling, I think, here. Storytelling bigots action. So inspire, tell stories. I do a lot of Toastmaster and storytelling is one of the most important elements of a speech. Actually, go ahead and uh, check out the book. Talk like, uh, talk like Ted. It also stresses on the point of the importance of a storyteller. If you go and uh, see Stephen Fry's interview, he has this beautiful uh, way of explaining how storytelling is there and for generations. I mean, there are so many authors and books who had reiterated the same, and it's timeless. Basically, show and tell to drive action. According to Vacancy Report, all those are six mutually reinforcing mindsets. And I agree, it all goes kind of hand in hand. You cannot have just one. It pretty much goes uh, with all of them together in your repertoire. I personally collect quotes and love sharing them. If you are listening to my podcast, you know about it. I love quoting quotes. But I write down and revisit the ones with special significance to me. I write down at my journal and I will go back to them. There are a few quotes which had helped me to form some further question on self-reflection and problem-solving mindset, especially if I am feeling particularly stuck in a corner about something. It's kind of my daily tools which I am sharing kind of acts as a reminder for me an emotional reminder the first one is time flies over us but leaves its shadows behind Nathiel Hawthorne if I'm struggling or find myself distracted in doing less important tasks while delaying something I know I should get done this cut line kind of helps me as a reminder like for example, you don't want to do your task; it's a boring task. But I find myself binging something which I should not. But then there is a this looming thought in my head: "Oh my God, I need to get that task done. I need to get that task done." In those kind of scenarios where the motivation to do the task is very very low, but you know it's important, it's kind of we need active reminder in those scenarios. The second is I practice gratitude regularly just after my meditation every morning. When I'm traveling, I record it on my uh, phone notepad or if I don't have my journal with me. It's human to feel sad and disappointed about things in life. And I'll never say don't do that. Those are emotions and we need to acknowledge them. But if we contemplate on the blessings, it becomes a little bit easier to manage it. I... Again, I'll never say don't worry or the pain does go away, but it definitely helps to you know, handle it better. Charles Dickens had said, reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty, not on your last misfortune, of which all men have some. I know people say always think about most unfortunate, but honestly when we are upset and something making us miserable, truly miserable, those things doesn't help those words doesn't help in reality however the line which charles dickens is saying it's asking to reflect upon it not just don't feel your pain i i completely detest those sort of quotes or advices there are always more miserable people out there you should not feel that no it doesn't work like that this line is more palatable to me but then it's me as a person but attitude of gratitude makes life simpler, clearer, and a clear and a content mind is more effective to solve issues. One of the last tips I want to share is fitness, which is very important to me and I keep talking about it often. Body and mind are connected. We have to take care of both regularly. Wise words from the enlightened Buddha to keep the body in good health is a duty otherwise we shall not be able to keep our mind strong and clear when i cannot think clearly or stressed about not to be able to solve an issue exercise clears my mind one don't have to be in gym or do some hardcore hitsation. session one can have a walk in nature i mean even five minutes of just uh doing a push-up or a press-up or just walking around to your room kind of helps does the magic you know just change your physiology quickly it kind of changes your mind so digital dreamers which one of the mindsets you already possess and which one you want to work on just have a think on that one can agree and disagree on this mindset but it's definitely worth contemplating thanks for listening digital dreamers stay safe stay well until next time